Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Watch new episodes of Katie Keene on Thursdays at 8, 7 central or stream free next day on The CW app. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I'm trying to see if that Josh is like, if you take a sip of water before you record, you won't make the like noise. Yeah, that I, now I we're just doing. I don't on know purpose, that it prevented so it's it. Going to be even I don't know louder. That it prevented it. There's a lot of mouth noises that happen on podcasts that sometimes you just like can't avoid. Who was mouth noises? Who was the the pop star who's mouth Gomez. noises? Selena Gomez. <laughs> She's a lot of mouth noises. Not the at... right types of mouth noises. <laughs> I was at karaoke and I had like a very strange experience. I was at karaoke on Friday. Remember I sent you the picture of me doing The Greatest uh-huh. by Lana Del Rey at karaoke. Oof. And I was like, this was the worst decision I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, you got to be by yourself. That's a good thing to test out on your own. The culture is lit. And if this is it, I had a ball. The culture is lit. And if this is it, I did not have a ball. I was looking through the music and they had yeah. and they had uh Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez. Yeah. yeah. I was like, ugh, who would do that? And then in the back of my mind I was like, you I would it. love to do no, I was like, I would love to do Look at Her Now. If they have Look at Her Now, that'd be kind of fun to go like They didn't but have that it. That song came and went. They didn't have it. Uh, so did Lose the you album. Love Me was the hit, I think. So did the album. Who's listening to Rare in February 2020? people are. I think people are. An unnamed source told me they're still listening to Rare and Manic. That's the Halsey album. I saw someone on Twitter this morning. Who was it? Larry Fitzmaurice. I'm going to call him out. And he said, Ashley by Halsey is one of my favorite songs of the year. (laughs) I haven't listened to it. Should I listen to it? I I trust trust Larry for the most part. My favorite song right now. No, I'm really into that Sam Hunt song. Oh, I love that song. It's like really I sent it to Lindsay and I was like, listen good. to it. I didn't provide commentary. She was like, is this bad or good? And I was like, just listen to it. And, and then she like, quickly realized oh. it's good. It's so good. The, the pun is, so um, hot. what is the pun? What is the pun? All the country songs, they have puns. It's like hard to forget. Yeah, no, there's a lot of wordplay. It's a country song. There's a lot of wordplay and there's like a very cool sampling of an older country song that kind of gets like flipped and reversed. It's mm-hmm. good. Love that guy. You've got a cold heart and the cold hard truth. I got a bottle of whiskey, but I got no proof that you showed up tonight <laughs> in that dress just to mess with my head. So much for so long, out of sight, out of mind. Girl, you're looking so good. It's driving me out of mind. Oh, oh you're breaking my heart, baby. You're playing hard to forget. Instead of hard to get, hard to forget. I get it. I get it. I no, it it's jo- good. I played it for Josh on Friday and he was like, what is this? <laughs> it's an, in- it's, you have to be in a certain headspace to appreciate Sam Hunt's wordplay. You've got a cold heart and cold heart truth. I got a bottle of whiskey, but I got no proof that you showed up tonight in that dress just a mess with my head. So much for so long, out of sight, out of mind. Girl, you're looking so good, it's driving me out of mind. Oh, you're breaking my heart, baby. You're playing hard to forget. It's and just. Sort of like n- nouveau alt pop country 
Right. That's like, but also like nouveau pop deranged country is sort of what it is. Right. Like, like it's country that's wasted. <laughs> it's definitely a genre that won't last. Like it's no. not, his music is the opposite of timeless, even though it's entire. Oh. Did the dog me. do something? Yeah, it slammed <laughs> itself against the crate. Lindsay's fostering Excuse a dog. Me. Excuse me, can you not right now? I'm busy. <laughs> More on the dog in the Patreon episode. You can all sign oh, up God. at patreon.com slash weekly. <laughs> no. The point is, is that Sam Hunt, uh, Sam Hunt, though, trying to wrap in timeless country music into his music makes it not timeless. Like, it's mm-hmm. very, it's kind of amazing. I'll listen to Golden Hour in 2035 and be like, oh, still amazing. I will listen to yeah. Sam Hunt in two weeks and be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> What's February he going 2020, for? what a different time. Right, but now I'll listen to it on repeat. For now, yes. currently in the current day and age, I'll remember it. Let's sure. can we play We're move some on. So welcome to calls. the weekly uh, Who's There, our weekly call in show where we take your questions, comments, concerns at six one nine who them. Um we have quite a few calls today. Let's just get right into it. Um God, I feel like Rachel Maddow every day. She's like, We got a big show today. It's like, yeah, we know. You always have a fucking big show. <laughs> Your, like, love-hate for Rachel Maddow is just going to get so much worse as the election season approaches. I had to turn yeah. off. It's, I, can't, I, can't look, I can't look at the television anymore unless, yeah, like, Golden Girls or Homeland is on. I know. This has been a remarkable news day. There's a lot to get to tonight, so I'm, let, let's just jump right in. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Medium time, long time. Um, I'm calling about the Oscar gift bags, and I just wanted to be noted I'm in an income tax class this semester, and... Those bags are taxable income. So they might be getting some for free, but they still technically have to pay the value. And so maybe that's why you don't want to give it to anyone but, like, the top people because Brad Pitt doesn't care if he has, like, $200,000 more of income, but some, like, sound mixer might not want to give up that money for a vape pen. Um, Although they can, like, donate the bag to charity, and then they get to write it off. So just wanted to add that. Uh, women don't belong in balloons. I'm just like nodding as if I understand taxes. As like even with this explanation, I'm like that makes sense, but I don't like I don't no, I still don't know what a write off no, is. No, no, no. But but my but my so first I was thinking like they want the press of the celebrity using the product if they just mm-hmm. have a product in their hand they got for free. But now it's just they just want the press of the bag itself yeah. written up. Oh, look at this bag. It has X Y Z in it written up everywhere right so everywhere. it doesn't even so now i'm like it doesn't the celebrity doesn't even need to come into contact with this bag they could just say you know what i don't want to see this bag give the bag to charity give the bag away put the bag on the street <sighs> i don't want to see this bag do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i don't want to see this bag hi first time medium time i just heard your comparison of nicole scherzinger to the one leading the group in a group project in school and i feel like she's more of the regina george because Melody Thornton was the one who brought all the vocals, but no one even knew. And there's been rumors, and I think they're pretty confirmed, that Nicole Scherzinger hated Melody Thornton, basically caused her to quit, along with Carmeet. So I think we should look into it and maybe give Melody more credit for, I think, leading the group to that B-plus average. Because without her, their songs would have definitely sucked. And you can even see her upstaging Nicole in so many things, including the AMAs in 2006, which was crazy. All right, bye. Uh, this clip actually was sort of viral back in the day, and it was when mm-hmm. Melody stole Nicole's solo, and then there's like <laughs> clips of Nicole like glaring at Melody while she's singing. So let's yeah. listen. Oh God, buttons! 
these outfits have aged worse than Sam Hunt's music. Oh my god. That is hellish what they're wearing. I'm telling you. Pussycat Dolls is another. It's just, it's of the time. It's it's a time capsule. It's like, what if the in the universe of Blade Runner, there were like an, a show called the Flintstones? It would look like this. Right. <laughs> right. And everyone would go, wow, that was a time. And it would, and it would make sense <laughs> to everyone because that would feel like the time, oh. you know? Oh. Okay. Um, next call. Hey, I've been being Bobby. Uh, long time, long time. I just wanted to call. I had to pause today's episode because your theory about, you know, finding people that agree to your basic uh, theory and saying like, oh, people are saying on Twitter, that is 100% real. I've worked at E, I've worked at Clever, and we've done that several times, like a lot, actually. And sometimes we even make fake Twitter accounts if we don't see the opinion that we want conveyed in our story and tweet them ourselves. Uh, I'm sure you know all of this. I just, I have to get it off my chest. Okay, love you guys. Crunch, crunch. Bobby yelled. We did not edit them out saying, do not play this call. They did not say, do not play this call. We would not have played this call. This is the the kind of call that we usually get where they say, don't play this call, but that didn't happen here. Don't draw attention to the fact. That it's a scandalous call. <laughs> Create Twitter accounts? That's a lot. Me creating a Twitter account. Uh, normal person 444. Nicole Scherzinger is the most talented pussycat doll. I feel- <laughs> and Pussycat Dolls Comeback Single React is a smash published. People are saying Pussycat Dolls React is a smash. I <laughs> feel just- this call... This call makes me feel like I am at Marion Cotillard's house and I've had three glasses of wine and she just convinced me that the moon landing didn't happen. She's like, like, no, she's like, no one could have landed on the moon. It's the moon. Look at it. We did not have the technology to get through the radiation belt. No, no, no. They would have been fried to a crisp. I have a YouTube video I'd like you to watch before dinner. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. What a okay, great okay, call. Okay, okay. okay. This call. Hi, Who Weekly. So I was listening to the podcast about the uh Laura Linney, Laura Dern confusion, and I have the exact same issue with Holly Hunter and Helen Hunt. And I can never remember which one of them is in which thing and which one is which. And then I also get them confused with the Lauras because they're all sort of like thin white women in their forties. Um so, yeah, just, again, contributing to the overall confusion. I wonder if you could rank the four of them from most hooey to most bemmy. Uh, so, that's Laura Dern, Laura Linney, Holly, Hunt, ha- Holly, ha- Helen Hunter, Holly, Holly Hunter, Helen Hunt. Okay, whatever. Uh, crunch, crunch. Bye. I do love the idea of having a very specific <laughs> niche dyslexia that's just mixing up Holly Hunter, <laughs> Helen Hunt. <laughs> You're like, oh you know, I've struggled this with this my whole life. Ever since that I was a little kid, I've just worked to go beyond it. And I, I've just learned to really live with it. You know, um, I can't tell the difference between Holly Hunter and Helen Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
just recently I was at a dinner party at Marion Cotillard's house and I said no. that I loved Helen Hunt in the piano and she was and she kicked me out. Okay. How would you I You gotta rank stop them? going over to Marion Cotillard's house. <laughs> she has the best wine. She has the best wine. Okay. No food. There's never any food. No but food. There's, <laughs> great but wine. There's really good wine. Okay. Um great tables, great lighting. I don't from, want to from rank who to them. them. From who to them? I think number one is obviously just because she's in the conversation Laura around Laura Dern, and I think below that is probably uh, uh, mm, mm, Holly Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. It's probably Laura Dern. Helen. From them to who? Laura Dern. Helen Hunt. Holly Hunter. Laura Linney is Laura last. Linney. Okay. Holly Lily Hunter is. and Le- Laura Linney are like neck and neck, though. Yeah. No, I think they came. Mm, they came in third, neck and neck. To me, like, yeah. God, because this isn't about my favorites. Because I would even put Holly Hunter above Laura Dern in my favorites list. But I know, I know. But we just were we were not asked to do your favorites. I think broadly, you would go, yeah, Laura Linney, then Helen Hunt, then Holly Hunter, then Laura Linney. Okay, yeah. Okay, that works, right? Mm-hmm. 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 It's like the energy <laughs> was sucked out of this episode. Yeah, I'm yeah, so that's fine. I, know. I just heard the dog jump from the couch to the coffee table. <laughs> Yeah, it's Here's fine. the thing about pets that you're going to learn. They love the coffee table. They oh, love God. being I'm on like, the coffee table. I'm like, get off the coffee table. <laughs> okay, questions. Here we go. Hi, it's Gwen. I have a question about Madonna and Kabbalah. Is she still practicing? Remember when that was a big thing? Like, everyone was going to do Kabbalah and had, like, the little red string. Or whatever. Like, I know Madonna's a fan, but Kabbalah who? I'll take my answer off the line. Thanks so much. I'd also forgotten the whole Kabbalah thing. And I think it's because when this was happening, I wasn't like, I wasn't willing to dig into it as obviously I am now because it's part of my uh, life's work. But did you know that the Kabbalah thing was really based off one guy and not had really nothing to do with like actually Kabbalah? One guy as in that rabbi? Yeah, well, because they call yeah, Rabbi it's Berg. Like, it's essentially celebrities. It was one very, very um, vivacious and uh, what do you, what's the word I'm trying to say now? Like a cult. A magnetic. Cult type. Magnetic. Yeah. Like a Jim one, Jones. Yeah. A very one, a very magnetic guy. This, this uh, guy named Philip Berg, who was a Brooklyn born New York life insurance agent, whose first wife happened to be the niece of a famous Kabbalist named Rabbi Yehuda Brandwine. Basically what it, what happened is he, he had eight children with his wife, but then, after the rabbi died, he left his wife for his secretary, Karen, and Karen and Philip Berg launched essentially this like sect of Kabbalism that was directly aimed at celebrities. Or yeah. at least once it got picked up by Madonna, kind of pivoted itself to be for celebrities. And then it just basically became one of those like pay to play things where you would have to give like 10% of your income to ascend to the next level. Very yeah. Scientology-ish. It got really expensive and they were used, they were like misappropriating the money. There's a good piece on Vice that answers your question. Yeah, totally. Fully. It's called Why Celebrities Stop Following Kabbalah. It was published in 2017 by Emily Marte. Um, very well written. Very well written. It. Very, no, really very conclusive. I mean, I just forgot that it was more about the Kabbalah Center and less about Kabbalah in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was that book that was also? Um, it's a good book. What was it called? And they made it in the, in the movie that was really good too. Actually, that was. 
Oh, B season. Did you ever read B season? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was also very, like, Kabbalah-centric, and it was kind of, like, early 2000s-ies, too. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, Kabbalah was in it was in the zeitgeist. But right. um, this this line here, although it takes some a lifetime to fully study and understand Kabbalah, Rabbi Philip Berg founded the Kabbalah Center to make its teaching available to all. A former insurance salesman, Berg discovered the teachings of the Kabbalah on a trip to Israel and began teaching classes out of his insurance office with his right. second wife, Karen, his former secretary. The Bergs hope to make Kabbalah accessible to group. So it, it literally is like goes to Israel once. <laughs> That's it like goes, the, Isra- goes to Israel once. I was like, I have an idea. Right. You know how celebrities are stupid and have a lot of money? But they also feel very unfulfilled in the spiritual sense. How about we take advantage of that just like several people have before us? Right. And Kabbalah itself is essentially like a set of books. Like it is a part of it's within the it's within the tree of Judaism. But it is mostly just like reading a specific type of set of books that are mostly like Jewish mysticism and different types of characters that aren't really in the New Old Testament, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. Torah or whatever. Yeah. So it's just very... It's it's one of those things that this person kind of took and ran with, and yeah. that and and his own magnetism and his own everything, the commodification of it all, the red bracelets, getting you know the Madonna influence, got this to grow bigger than it maybe should have had, and mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't have if it was just run by like a normal rabbi, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, if you if you yeah. read the story, like it gets really dark. People claim that the Bergs like sexually assaulted someone, attempted to drug someone. Yeah. Sorry, Madonna attempted to sexually assault someone. Madonna started a like a, a Malawi uh, charity organization with them, mm-hmm. and then they stole all the money, essentially, <laughs> and it shut yeah. down. Like, seriously, yeah. A lot of money, tax fraud, and then this line, it says, according to the LA Times, the Kabbalah Center was accused of taking more than $600,000 from a widow with dementia so oh that they could God. give it to the, to the center. So it's like, that's why celebrities fell off Kabbalah, because it was not a good look. You know, right. it was not it's a like good for look. the same reasons they got onto Kabbalah, they fell off Kabbalah because it's mm-hmm. like the same person who would, you know, kind of have enough energy to loop to get a celebrity involved to, in something like that and take their money is the same person who eventually got like, you know, a bad reputation enough for them to be like, oh, I can't be involved with this anymore. This yeah. is bad. This is but bad it's funny. Advice. I was just uh, in addition to this story, I was just like kind of doing the my, my favorite Google search to do, which is like Googling within a window. So it's like where you search, uh, I'll search like for results between 2000 and 2001, then 2001 to 2002. And then you just like keep changing it and see where things change. And it was like Kabbalah kept appearing, stopped appearing, you know, people in Us Weekly around 2011, 2013. The moment Madonna was out, everyone was out. I think the last time Kabbalah has been mentioned on like People or Us Weekly was in 2016 in the lead up to the election because Marla Maples had like mentioned the Kabbalah Center in some respect but like it's just it was written about all the time with the red string that they always wore you know which is still for sale by the way it's like everyone everyone wore the red string to ward off the evil eye and it was like a it was like a fashion statement you didn't really have to I don't know it was more of a fashion statement than it was like a, a display of alignment with with Kabbalah it's kind of funny to read the list of so the Wikipedia and obviously Wikipedia is up for debate but always but the, it says celebrity followers include Ashton Kutcher Mila Kunis Demi Moore James Vanderbeek Marla Maples Madonna Ariana Grande mm, Frankie Grande and more according to social media etc celebrities that have been associated with the center include so this is like the fall the people who said they followed it versus the people who 
just had shown up to the who gone or worn the bracelet or whatever include Britney Spears, Roseanne Barr, Sandra Bernhardt, Anthony Kiedis, Mick Jagger, Jerry Hall, Lucy Liu, Alex Rodriguez, Rosie O'Donnell, Naomi Campbell, Donna Karen, Elizabeth Taylor, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Kyle Richards, Heather McComb, and Lindsay Lohan. Kyle There's Richards. your cross-section. That's like mm-hmm. enough star power and the right types of people to make a splash. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, next call. God, I have, like, true throwback. Hadn't thought about Kabbalah in such a long time. Me neither. I'm, like, glad to have looked it up again, though, because there's so many details that I forgot. It's not... And I never was, read that story was, either, so... Yeah, it was a, basically, like, a a guy who used Kabbalah to create kind of a cult, a cult of celebrity in a weird way, you know? Why is Kristen Cavallari at the Oscars? Okay, we have two of these calls. Let's start with Kristen Cavallari. Um, I think we talked about this last year, the way the Oscar invites work. I mean, I think this is, it, it definitely gets more complicated than this, but like the easy way to say it is like first year nominees. The nominees all get invites. I think they all get two pairs. So the, they get four tickets basically, them and then three extras. They can use them or they can't. I don't think you can even sell them because I think you're it's associated with you. So it's like you tell them how many you're going to use of the four you've been given. Then they, okay, then they have how many they have. Then they right. use the leftovers, and those go to, like, it. I'm, I'm quoting, what is this from, the LA Times? It says, after the nominees, which account for about 800 tickets, it says, blocks are reserved for the show's broadcast network, ABC, so ABC can give out to whoever they want. The telecast sponsors, the production team, the accountants, the legal team, media, um, including the LA Times, they say, museum donors, dignitaries, um, and then, like, local, like, LA government people, like, it says the mayor, and then studios get them. So... <laughs> That's right. that's its own thing. So I think what we're talking about here is studios. It's like Warner, Disney, Fox. All of them get a certain number of tickets each year. And what's weird is that like it's kind of unpredictable how many each studio will get. And I don't understand how this works. This is definitely like wheeling and dealing sort of thing. Um, Universal. Universal, uh, NBC Universal owns E. Um, if Universal has some tickets to give, they're going to have to make decisions who these tickets go to. Kristen Cavallari, the reason she's there, I guess, is because she worked for E! under the NBC Universal umbrella for a really long time doing Oscars red carpet. No, she did. She did red carpet. She did red carpet coverage. Oh, she, she was did like, it again? She, oh, I yeah, she, she did, did it, it at like, but it was at like, it was at like two o'clock. It, she did like the early, early shift. I'm, I swear to God, she was definitely on TV. That's oh, why she I didn't there. even she see that did. she did the red carpet coverage. Yeah, she definitely did some sort of coverage. I saw her on some sort of panel unless she was just like sitting in. She may have sure just been sitting something. there because I don't know that she was there in a, an official capacity. Yeah, no, that's 100% why. More people were asking about this other person who do you want to, did you play yeah, both I can, calls? I'll or? play both calls. Why was Black China at the Oscars? Thanks. Crunch, crunch. Not to give Black China all that much credit or, you know, be on Team Black China, although why not? People are being very rude to her (laughs) and wondering why she was there. It was, um, I mean. There were a lot of, I'm just saying, there are a lot of people there that you would be like, why is this person there? They just didn't get photographed and Black China always gets photographed. Yeah. Like To single out Black China for your your line of questioning is, uh, uh, says a lot about you. But 
the reason Black China was there was because she was someone's plus one. Also, let's be fair. Black China does not create music. Black China is always at the Grammys. Black China does not create TV. I'm sure Black China would love to go to the Emmys. Like, Mm -hmm. it is not. Black China, if anything, she is the queen of showing up wherever the fuck she wants, you know, because of the people that she knows. And, like, if she wants to go to a party, she's going to a party. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't go to the Oscars not because they can't get tickets, because they don't fucking want to. And the parties are more fun. And you can easily just go to any party you want if you're famous. Like, that's not a problem, right? That's easy. You also will get your picture taken. So it's yes, almost, exactly. You don't need you don't need to go to the Oscars to get your picture taken. Yeah. Exactly. She yeah. didn't even have to go into the ceremony. She could have used her ticket to get her picture taken and been like, "I'm going home." Exactly. Cut the cameras, dead ass. Yeah. Um, she. <laughs> the, the best part were people taking photos of her on the on the Oscars red carpet and putting "cut the cameras, dead ass." I mean, she really <laughs> is one of our greatest filmmakers. Cut the cameras, dead ass. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy, he wasn't nominated. I'm gonna, yeah. He wasn't nominated yeah. for any Oscars, but he had an official invite. His name is Christopher Trujillo. Their right, well, friends. It's like, if people are wondering why Black China was there, I'm wondering why this guy was here. You know? Yeah, he's like a he's like a major music producer. Like he produces for like Ariana Grande. He's an um, yeah, he's a studio people. engineer. So but, like it's but like it, yeah, it's but it, as we were saying before, all of these studios had their certain number they could give out and he received one of them for whatever reason because i we couldn't even begin to speculate the politics that go into this but like the la times writes it's like people are begging for these so you have to assume that the people who get them have good relationships with the people who are in charge of divvying them out so it's like but once you get the invite you can take whoever the fuck you want even if that friend is black china so black china was like hey p.s she's not pregnant Oh, she like posted an Instagram of an ultrasound and said like grateful 2020 and then deleted it. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, what the fuck? And then it turns out she's not bringing it was just kind of a little stunty moment. I love this E! News headline Maybe. so much. The one that I texted you yesterday. Black China yeah. not pregnant despite posting and deleting sonogram. <laughs> God, that's amazing. Despite. That's amazing. Okay, so she's not pregnant, but she went to the Oscars and she looked great. Um, Next call. I don't know if this is interesting or just like too teen or too... Um... New York, but is snail mail dating Amanda, uh, that girl from Hunger Games? No, I forget what she's from. Amanda, whatever. Okay, crunch, crunch. It's... Like it's, can't even can't even ask your question. This is such a ni- this is such a niche relationship that to know that they're dating and you don't know Amanda's last name is so funny to me because if you know that these two are dating like you know everything about them right <laughs> i uh, uh so yes snail mail is dating Amanda stenberg stan <laughs> what snail mail is what is her real name snail mail's real name is lindsay jordan spelled your way whoa her yeah. name is Lindsay, and she and Snail Mail is her band. Like that's her that's her music yeah. name. So Snail Mail is Snail Mail is she, um like three in, people. They're like three musician. people in it. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. But why um, are we just calling her Snail Mail? Because <laughs> that's I don't I don't really know I don't know it's I think we're calling her Snail Mail because it's funny to call her Snail Mail and snail she mail created is dating Snail Mail. Amanda Sten- Sternberg is like spinning to Amanda like it Amanda Stern Stenberg they and and they are um a an actor who was right. in um uh, yes you are right the Hunger Games the Hunger Games yeah yeah. They were Rue in the Hunger Games, iconically. Right, iconically. And the star of The Hate You Give, which is, I think, their biggest thing so far. That was a big thing, although yeah. I, it didn't get as much attention as I think. It's a good movie. 
as, as yeah, it was, it was pretty good and a movie. good and a good book too. Mm-hmm. I never read the book, but that's a good movie. So snail mail is dating a Mandel Stenberg. This is just and... I almost want to just like cut the cameras. <laughs> cut the cameras, dad. It's like Amandla, really cool for Gen Z. Snail mail, extremely cool for Gen Z. They're dating. How do we know this? Because they posted on Instagram where they're like kissy kissy in a a photo booth, and it's like, and they're leaving kissy kissy little comments. What is it? Snail mail. Snail mail. <laughs> snail mail is just too much. Snail mail. Snail also, mail. I tried to find out why. They call their band Snail Mail. I couldn't find like a, here's why. No, I snail see mail. what you did. You searched Snail Mail. You got video game on Wikipedia. Then you searched mail. Then you, <laughs> wait. No, it's just when I'm you sorry. try to find out about Snail Mail on Wikipedia, you get it's... three options. One, Snail Mail video game. And then mail redirected from Snail Mail. And then Snail so Mail the musician. Mail. If you type in Snail Mail on Wikipedia, you will probably just get redirected to straight up mail. Okay. And then you have okay. to go to the disambiguation to get to snail mail okay. musician. Right. What yeah. am I saying? So snail mail comments, <laughs> kith, kith, and then puts a little snail emoji. Lucky for snail mail, there is a snail emoji. And then Amandla comments back, Leonard. I don't With get a little it. smiley That's face. That's just like for them. That's their thing. Yes. And then when you Google, is snail mail dating Amandla Stenberg, only one website in the whole internet, the whole That's what I'm obsessed with. That's what I'm obsessed with because I Googled (gasps) to confirm this person's question, assuming if one person's calling about it, at least a few people have talked about it. It's one website and two tweets. You would only know this if you follow snail mail on Instagram, which a lot of people do. Or if you Google, if you read this one website, and I'm serious, only as of recording, one website in the whole big, big, great, wonderful internet commented on this, and it's a message board, and someone's like, is snail mail dating Amanda Stenberg? And then the comments on the message board include who? Uh, and then another one, she used to live five minutes away from me, LMAO. And then <laughs> who and who? I love snail mail. Hunger what? Uh, that's hot. Uh, Cheap Queen by King Princess out now. Okay, this message board is toxic. Snail Mail tweeted, what are the pretty good Amanda Stenberg accounts? I really like Amandla Facts. That's funny. Okay, that's so they're funny. dating, whatever. Oh, Amandla also dated King Princess. From early 2008 to late 2008. <laughs> I And I put this in here, classic Gen Z, because Snail Mail loves euphoria. Yeah. Which is like, oh, that's interesting. That's nice to know that young people actually do like it, you know? Me. Like, it's not how just one of those things that... Googling, uh, how old is snail mail? <laughs> they're like, mail was invented and like... The, the... <laughs> how mail, old is she's mail? 20. She's okay. literally 20. Yikes. She's 20 and how... Hold on. How old Amanda's is 21, mail? I believe. Mail, how old is mail? Mail... Whoa, mail's a lot older. Mail is older. The U.S. Postal Service was invented in 1775, but mail broadly. Uh, yeah. Mail was initiated by the Han Dynasty in 2000, uh, 2000 in two, uh, 206 BCE. So mail is slightly, is not Gen Z. Mail <laughs> is like Gen before Gen, like pre-Gen. So snail mail was invented by the Han Dynasty? No, just mail. Oh, mail. <laughs> but it was snail mail because it was really slow. 
Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's concert week? And from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts. And I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin, like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer, then Peso so Bluma, then Sarah McLaughlin, and have a, the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because Why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots Huge. On the line dancing Huge floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Who is the um, hot guy sitting next to Brie Larson? Boyfriend, husband, somebody before. <laughs> Boyfriend, husband, somebody. Hot guy. He is a hunk. Like, Too hot. I thought her ex-boyfriend was hot too, but this is a different no, type of hot. No, this is a, a this is fully hunk, hunk. like a hunk. This hunk. is hunky. Like <laughs> me, the moment I saw Brie Larson walking with this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like truly, yes, that's it. Thank you. Talk your shit. Yeah, it's like, you know, like in a cartoon when like the tongue rolls out like the carpet and then somebody <laughs> yeah. walks on it. That's like me when I saw Brie Larson's new like My tongue unrolled. <laughs> so Brie Larson is dating this guy named Elijah Allen Blitz. Allen Blitz! <laughs> no, but he's American. <laughs> Elijah he's... Allen Blitz? Look, Where look I can make people? German jokes because I'm pretty sure if I did 23andMe, which I have not and will not do. Don't do that. It will Our say... friendship would end. <laughs> It will say. <laughs> Bobby's no. ancestry would offend me. My so ancestry. Deeply. No, I would get the results back and it would say 99% yikes. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, so I. <laughs> 
So Elijah Allen Blitz okay. was on the red carpet with Brie Larson. And Brie Larson, who is honestly the most boring person alive. I know. But um, still, but still such a part of the Oscars. Like, it's so funny to me that because Brie Larson won an Oscar, that every year they're like, Brie Larson. Like, she is like, she is so uh, entrenched in Oscar culture. Mm-hmm. So strange. So same with Rami Malek. Like it's so funny these people because they won win Oscars. Then they're like in servitude of the Oscars mm-hmm. for their full careers. Yeah, because Seems like, like they they owe a lot to them. Brie won her Oscar, which gave her the MCU stuff. And honestly, right. the MCU stuff means you never have to work again. Like you are fine right. forever. Not That's that like true. these That's people true. don't have like f- issues regarding like creative fulfillment. Of course, when they want to do their indie stuff. But whenever up. you. But when you are in the MCU stuff, then you have the freedom, financial freedom, to do the little stuff that you want to do, true. which is the Kristen do Stewart stuff. Like, right. Kristen Stewart is now so rich that she's like, yeah, I can do fucking underwater and I can do personal shopper. Like, Natalie fucking Portman underwater. is so rich that she could say, all I want to do is weird shit that is like right. 80% bad, but 20% good. But at least the performances are always interesting. Like, they can all do this now. When the three of them got up, when Gal Gadot and Brie Larson and who else got and up? Sigourney Weaver. We're like, women are superheroes. All women are superheroes. There's a good um there's a that good was... article by um Caroline, what's her last name? God, I forgot it, but on Variety. Framke. Yes. Framke on Variety. That's really, really good about that. Yes. It's just like, ugh. That was such like a dark moment, weirdly, mm-hmm. even though I know they programmed it to be otherwise. It was just like, women are superheroes yes. and we can speak to that as women who are superheroes. And you're just like, oh my and God. And that is like, oh, that is that is Brie Larson's favorite place to be. Like, yeah, raising awareness without actually putting in the work. No offense, but like, at least as far as I can tell. <laughs> okay, can we go back to Elijah Allen Bilkey or whatever his last okay. name is? So Bilke- when you first Lips. see this guy, remember he was, can you name, oh, here's a pop quiz for you. Can you name her ex the one that she was engaged to yeah phantom planet phantom planet no okay alex green wald <laughs> okay am i right yeah you're right alex Greenwald. okay yeah don't fucking so challenge she, me i remember remember the whole thing with phantom planet she won the oscar and then immediately he was like will you marry me <laughs> Yeah, he was like, California. <laughs> and she said yes. And then she was like, wait, 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 wait. And then she was like, she thought, all women are superheroes. <laughs> but especially me. <laughs> and I, I can get a hotter guy because I am a superhero, literally. Right. So she meets this guy, Elijah <laughs> Allen. Maybe Bates. I like Brie Larson. This I'm starting to fall in love me. with Brie Larson. <laughs> This narrative all of a sudden is working for me. So these okay, so what photos, <laughs> these photos were published in the summer, and we didn't do anything with them because it was like, who gives a shit? I remember even shit? thinking about this, and we were like, do we cover Brie Larson's new boyfriend? And you were like, hell no, or I was like, hell no, <laughs> and we didn't cover it because who cares? And these photos, the first photos of them are amazing. They are yeah. eating each other's faces in a grocery store parking lot <laughs> and coffee aisle. They're in the coffee aisle, Lindsay. They're making out in front of coffee. Do you see this? Nothing gets Bobby hotter than um, Brie Larson and her unnamed boyfriend making out in the coffee aisle of a supermarket. I love this caption. Elijah is an actor and virtual reality director. He and Brie have been pictured kissing in California. No. No. He and Brie have been pictured kissing in California. Wait, he's a virtual reality director? Yeah, so... 
Some people what call him a virtual that... reality director. Some people call him a virtual reality director for mindfulness teaching. So he does, it's like some sort of, it's like a therapeutic, he makes these like therapeutic videos for teaching people how to like meditate or something. I really, okay. I'm, I'm doing a terrible job of explaining this because I couldn't like find the actual company that he works for. But where did you find these descriptors of him? That just you all over. So this is bullet. just like scattered across all different intense, intense, hot. hot mystery man, virtual reality director, virtual reality director for mindfulness teaching, supporter of prison reform, and former president Barack Obama, actor <laughs> slash new man, <laughs> new man. So he's just this guy I think who just kind of floats through life based on his looks. Um, not to be wow. rude. Wow. <laughs> but he That's seems to be afforded so many rude. many opportunities based on his well, looks, where it's like. Because it's like, mm, he he dated Maria. He, like, he looks like Heath Ledger he looks mixed like Heath Ledger. with, with um, Rupert the guy Friend. from Outlander or something. I was going like. to say he looks like Heath Ledger mixed with Rupert Friend, but that yeah, works too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, this, uh, this guy was like, this is, okay, so he's dating this hot guy who just vaguely works in the industry. I looked on his Instagram um, stories and a recent story that had just been posted like seven hours prior was he was in Maui with Josh Brolin celebrating Josh Brolin's birthday. What? So it's like. How does he know Josh Brolin? And the only connection I could find is that Josh Brolin is the star of the Endgame movie. He's like the villain. Oh, so he must have done MCU something. This guy did something for MCU. Or he just met him through Brie. You know? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. You're you know right. what I mean? MCU, by the way, is Marvel. Marvel Cinematic Universe, Universe. For like people who don't know. Oh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm like Marvel Comics Universe. Okay, yeah. Yes. So, but the you most found the best thing about him. My favorite though. thing about him is that he made headlines four years ago. Why? Yeah. Because he dated Maria, Maria Bello. Maria Bello. 20 years his senior. Not that that matters, but it sort of is interesting. And oh, the only, come on. It but it's matter. the only reason it, it got coverage. It matters to people. People was like, what? You know. Okay, like, but that's, that's their... not even good enough, right? Because like we're sort of it's used better. to, we're sort of used to, you know, oh my God, it gets the, better. The, the, the older woman like reclaiming her youth and sexuality and dating right, the younger right. man, right? Okay. Right. But the real reason this got headlines is because it came right after her even more highly publicized relationship with this woman named Claire Munn. She wrote about she, it in the New York Times. She wrote about she? it in the New York Times because she was like, yeah. I date women now. And everyone was like, yeah. Maria Bello is bi. Like, Maria Bello is dating a woman. Like, yes, sexuality, <laughs> iconic queen. Like, we love feminism. Like, yes. And then she women, dumped women, women, this women. woman and started dating. Bro. This is even. Wait, but did you see? She started dating the guy. Oh my God. She wrote a book about. That's why I put that in here. I'm screaming. She was dating she... the woman. Then she got this guy to direct a promotional video for her book about how about love is love. About dating a woman. And then love she was love. like, I, I, ha cha cha, boy oing. And then was like, <laughs> goodbye, lady. Well, she was like, love is love. And this cameraman is hot. <laughs> no, I mean, if anything, it proves her thesis. Love is love. Love is love. Love, it moves in mysterious ways. Sometimes you're into Claire. Sometimes you're into Alan Blitz. And there are wow. photos of all of them together that sort of like, I don't know what's happening in them. This is so exciting for me. Like, she he wasn't interesting at all until you were like, Maria Bello. That is, makes this fascinating. Oh, boy. I remember these photos. He's a hunk. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. he's a hunk who makes out in the coffee aisle with Brie Larson and used to date Maria and not Bello. To, and not to use the term, but there's like significant, significant, significant BDE with this guy. And I hate using that term, but I do think it. Oh, for it's sure. worth saying in this particular instance. For sure. Although I have to say he's not very tall. Doesn't that has nothing to do with it? I'm just saying. I'm, there is a I'm just confidence saying, to We're his calling gait. him hunky, and he is hunky. But I just realized that I'm seeing these pictures of him kissing Brie Larson. He's not too tall. He's, he's California hunky. Let's be he's frank. He's hunky. He's California sure. hunky. Oh yeah, and of course she's dating this like ridiculous boyoing hunk <laughs> right after breaking up her engagement. You know, like mm-hmm. this is the type. This is the type of guy that you date after you break up your engagement. Do we want to play a little Who Are Them? Yeah, let's, we haven't done this in so long. Okay, let's, let's do, do it. it. Is Andy Samberg a who or a them? I feel like he at one point was very, very cuspy as a them. Um, but I think he's a who. Um, that's just what I think. Um, let me know if you agree. Bye, my gay boys. That's just what I think. Well, here's what I think. I think Andy Samberg's a them. I think he's a them, too. I was just going to say, like, I think that he has crossed into themdom. He's the only Lonely Island boy that crossed into themdom. And Andy Samberg, for a show, SNL has a history of, like, propping up these men who are all sort of cut from the same cloth. And that cloth is, like, dopey and stupid and silly. And they don't really last outside of it. But, like, somehow... Andy is the... Andy came from the... Post Will Ferrell SNL generation, mm-hmm. and I'm not—they're not real generations. They're just SNL generations. So like when yeah. the cast fully turns over and it feels like a new kind of scene. Yeah, I would say post Will Ferrell, Andy Samberg, and like Lonely Island became the most important because of YouTube culture, because of the kind of stuff they were making. You know, the videos they were making, the type of like music parody stuff they were making. Andy Samberg is the face of Lonely Island, and they were kind of an important enough group to break out of the SNL and in a significant way. And he yeah. is, you're right, like kind of the nerdy. It's like the anti-Jimmy Fallon in a way, you know, like <laughs> there's something. And it's not the same thing as Adam Sandler either, because like it's Adam not. Sandler is still like, an idiot like Adam Sandler's thing is still like I'm a dork I'm an idiot like I'm a schlub Andy's a little bit more intellectual I would say yeah. marrying a little um, more buttoned up marrying um uh Joanna oh Newsom Joanna Newsom certainly adds to that mm-hmm. like vibe about him that gives him a little bit of a more because he is goofy but it is a more mis- but then there's kind of like a more like, oh this guy might be smart or something something yeah or there's whatever. something about andy samberg that's extremely surprising to me and his longevity yeah. is surprising to me but it's like he's also oh, wait. very unproblematic i mean everyone this is likes who, him right yeah everyone like he seems like and again can't speak for hollywood but he seems like the type of guy that everyone in hollywood likes and yes. also his his fandom I mean, at least like anecdotally based on, you know, what I see on Twitter, his fandom is like extremely diverse to me. Like young people, old people, a lot of white people, but also non-white people. Like it feel like people are endeared to him for some reason, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I agree. No, I agree. I think I think he's one of those comedians that is is by nature of the way that he makes comedy and what he makes comedy about is avoiding a lot of the conversation that mm-hmm. they're falling these people are falling into yeah. the traps that these people are falling into which is yeah. like 
you know, why is everybody comedies, you know, I'm I'm edgy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the John Mulaney family of comedy. Like, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. These are these are like kind of the anti Seinfeld guys who are not really concerned or the anti Dave Chappelle guys who aren't about pushing the envelope, um, who are trying to find ways to be funny without being offensive because that's not part of their humor and never was. Yeah. It's just like uh. it's. It, there's and it's all relative maybe but, not Seinfeld but I'm more mean to yeah Dave Chappelle is a good one but it's just interesting to me that like when you look at Andy Samberg and when you sort of think about Andy Samberg's origin story you're like oh this is a guy that will only appeal to early 20 something straight white guys and it's yeah and it's that's just not the case and right he the, he's beyond it's yeah you're right it's weird Moving on. And also that show is such a slow burn. And it's one of those weird shows that like was canceled. Then it was brought back by another network and is doing well. And that never Well, it's happens, weird. It's like, so. I don't know why now I'm thinking about John Mulaney. It's like John Mulaney's fandom is loud, but I wouldn't say that he is as famous as Andy Samberg. No, no, no. So it's like either. interesting, the kind of like Andy Samberg's just accepted as like, we like him. And John Mulaney, everyone's like, John Mulaney. And I think and it's also- like, okay, we got it. John Mulaney. We got it. Um, Next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, Ray Romano, who are them? Crunch, crunch. I love this. We've done this, but I'll do them. it again. He's them. Them. One. We didn't do the countdown, but yeah, him. he's in them. I love him. I'm looking at this list of people. I just like, I, I'm yeah, so mad at all of you. One. I'm so yeah, mad at all of you. Get ready for the next one. Hi, Who Weekly, medium time, third or fourth time. Um, I was watching TV and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was on. And they brought out at like the end party, um, Martin Hamlish. And I just was wondering if he's a who or a them. I just assumed he was a who broad, you know, real world who Broadway them. But then they brought him out and had lose a guy in 10 days, which was like kind of a big movie that was probably not meant for a Broadway crowd. Anyway, thank you. Crunch, crunch. Women don't belong in balloons. Mar- Marvin. I only, Marvin. I only kind of remember that part, but the joke was that it was somebody like Marvin Hamlish. Like mm-hmm. that was the that was the joke in the movie. I mean, Martin Marvin Hamlish is a songwriter. He worked with Barbara Streisand, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he on Funny Girl and all of her stuff. And so Marvin Hamlish is like Barbara Streisand's best friend. But you only know that if you're a Barbara Streisand fan. Otherwise, Marvin Hamlish is kind of the name you pull out if you're looking for a specific type of name. <laughs> Like to make a joke about, God. right? He also has an EGOT. I mean, he's no, he's a big deal, but I I would say you'd have to be over the age of something to know who Marvin Hamlish is, unless you're a, a big award show fan or a, a young Barbra Streisand fan, of didn't which he, she has, he, you know, ten. He's a composer. He he's, yeah. he does film scores, and he wrote yeah he wrote the music for um, some musicals as well. Yeah, I think his most iconic. But speaking of Barbara Streisand, his most iconic song, though, the is way we were, the way we were. Yeah, yeah. No one doesn't know that song. Like everyone knows that song. He's also dead. So he's dead as hell. Can we please move on? But we didn't say who were them. One, oh. two, three. Who? 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 <laughs> I no can't offense to Marvin Hamlish. Death. I know. Is he the most famous Marvin? No, Marvin the Martian. The Martian, the Martian is number one. <laughs> then Marvin Hamlish. No. It's Marvin defini- Gay. Marvin is- Gay is Marvin Gay. There we go. 
Marvin, Marvin Gaye's Gay, one. Marvin, Marvin the Martian two. Marvin Hamlish is Marv Albert is probably above Marvin Hamlish. Also, Meatloaf is technically named Marvin, but we don't know him as Marvin. So we this website playback.fm, the most famous person named Marvin is Marvin Gaye. Then Meatloaf. Then, no, then Marv it's, Minsky. No, that doesn't count because we don't know him as Marvin. I know, but who's Marv Minsky? Then Marvin Harris. Who's Marvin Harris? Oh, the DJ? Isn't that Calvin Harris? Who's Marvin Harris? If you don't know them by their name, Marvin, then oh, it doesn't count as the most anthrop- famous Marvin. <laughs> he was a very famous anthropologist. Okay. Uh, and then Marvin Hamlish comes in at number five. Point is, the Martian and Gay are more famous than him. He is a who next call. The Martian's not even on here. Well, yeah, that's okay. because they're being rude. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I have a question. Is Drew Carey a who or a them? He was just the second person unmasked on Masked Singer, which would make me think he is definitely a who. But Little Wayne was unmasked first. So have there been two thems unmasked on the Masked Singer? I need to know. Uh, crunch, crunch, read his leggy pin pins. Bye. This is a traumatizing question considering that this was the first mass singer that I got incorrect and the last I will never get another one incorrect this was a an oversight by me Sorry. I fucked up who did up. you think it was I know Danny Bonaducci <laughs> the clues did line up and that was a perfect person Drew Carey though and they're really going for it because Lil Wayne a big get for a uh, mass singer and so is Drew Carey who I think is a them yeah one two three them yeah, yeah he's, he's I think he's Francis a them. Drew Carey show. I love that I said he was a them and then you had to count down for yourself. <laughs> yeah, but like long had a long time show with his name in it that last that was really popular it, that is he, still syndicated. Price is right host. Uh syndicated comedy Who's show. Who's it anyway? Like this guy was everywhere for a long time and he's still around. So it's like it was one right. thing for him to be every, like sure he's definitely a 2001 them, but the fact that he's maintaining that popularity is like, oh, it's just it just proves it. He's yeah, remaining he on the mass singer. The mass singer has some thems on it this mm-hmm. season, from my guesses. And my guess was not Drew Carey, but he is a them. Okay, next call. I'm sorry you got skip, one wrong. Skip's okay. I'll get over it. Skip this, please. Lamb chop. I can skip lamb chop. Yeah. Really quickly, lamb chop them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm overcome with. The need to know the answer to this, but Samantha Ronson, who are them? Crunch, crunch. One, two, three, them. I mean, who? 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 Is the definition of a who? Samantha Ronson walked so Kristen Stewart could run. (laughs) Truly. Samantha Ronson was a groundbreaking, groundbreaking celesbian. Groundbreaking. Just the, like, one of the first buzzy uh, club celesbians. Of the modern age. Because, you know, when when Samantha Ronson was, like, out and proud, like, f- fucking a lot of famous women. Yeah. That was sort of a little, that was a little unheard of, you know? like Totally. And it wasn't all that long ago, but, like, it was scandalous for... Totally. I mean, like, it, I mean, you know, it was gay shit. Gay shit was Lindsay not... Lindsay Lohan's only stable relationship in yes. her whole life. No one knew what to do do with this woman and they were like oh my god and it was like you know and and because she was gay she was sort of like vilified too it's like oh she's turning women blah 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 there was a whole lot of nastiness surrounding her also but it's like but the thing about samantha ronson is samantha ronson it it took someone like her who is this like 
artsy fartsy child of very rich people who can mm-hmm. who kind of has the freedom to do whatever the fuck she wants and that was her whole appeal she was like i'm a dj i make music like my family's famous my brother is cool as hell and mm-hmm. i live in new york like blah 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 like she was just cool as hell and like we were talking about cult leaders she's just this very magnetic person and now she lives like a really quiet a relatively quiet life like she mm-hmm. she's in a band called ocean park standoff so oh, that's kind of a thing of that them. she does for music and i don't know i mean she just yeah. uh, she posts instagram sometimes i don't know like a lot of tbt's a lot of pictures of her sisters all very the ronsons are very successful like yeah. across the board. She still DJs. She did a Spotify events. I mean, she was kind of, you know, she was kind of early she's on the cool. buzzy DJ thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's cool, but she's definitely a who, but she was extremely, extremely influential. Um, totally. And people of a certain age, AKA the elder millennials are permanently endeared to her. Um, totally. Anyway, Samantha Ronson rules. God, someone's gonna call and be like, Samantha Ronson did this, like killed a rabbit once, and I'm like, I like, I don't know. Um, killed a rabbit once? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, next call. Let's do like one more, two more. Yeah. Do not want to do Matt Malin Ackerman. Do not want to do James Marsden We've again. Done We've definitely that. done James Marsden like eight times. Hello, first time caller, medium time listener. My boyfriend saw Craig Robinson in the grocery store at the Ralph in Palms in L.A., so he says. He did not take a picture because he said, I'm not going to take a picture of a B-list actor, which started an argument. So is Craig Robinson a who or a them? Crunch, crunch. This is, this is tough because of The Office, and I feel like The Office is just like, whatever, but let's see what we say. Craig Robinson, one, two, three. Who? Who? He's I like very him. Recognizable. He's part of that group of guys. He's part of the group of guys, and also he's part of the group of people on the office. Like I think that like the office doesn't really have any thems apart from Steve Carell and John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. Like even Jenna Fisher, poor right. thing. Like sorry, sweetie. Poor, like <laughs> poor thing. Well, she's Pam. You know that's the real Pam. She's Pam. It's like oh yeah, Pam. and he's Daryl. So right. it's and I didn't even watch I didn't even watch The Office, and wow. I know he's Daryl. Wow, what do you uh, do? You hate Gen Z? What are you, some <laughs> kind of Gen Z hater? But yeah, he's a he's a who I he's definitely recognizable, but I think he's definitely like one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I saw Craig Robinson on the street, I'd be like, oh, I do the snap. I'd be like, yeah. oh, oh well, you, I think I would know who it was. Craig, no, but it would come to me. It would come to me. He's funny in um, what's the movie where they're all hot playing tub time themselves machine, I'm gonna and scream. it's the end of the world? No, they're all playing themselves and it's the end of the world. Isn't it called Love the end of the world or the end? It's the end. The this end. Is the, end. The, end. This the, is the end. This is the end. Yeah. Yeah. He's in um, that, right? But if I saw yeah. what's her name, um, Angela Kinsey, I'd be like, <laughs> stop. And then snapping. it would never come to me. It would so you never just come go to into her. You stop. Her, you go right into her face and just start snapping in her face. <laughs> Before she till she said her name. I go, but then I go up to Melora Harden and I'm like, Melora Harden, sing for me, sing for me. That reminds me, great song, Christina Aguilera, sing for me. Remember Lotus? Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> remember Lotus? Do you remember Lotus? No. Lotus theme, only the Lotus theme. Lotus intro. No, Lotus in- Lotus parentheses intro. 
Lotus we are Andrew. done for today. S- stay listening after the credits for a really iconic call. You're doing amazing, sweetie. You always have to listen after the credits. You got to know. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in at 619-WHO-THEM. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for weekly bonus episodes. And, uh, you know, four times a week, little daily mini episodes that typically involve them. Wow, so they wow, don't wow, wow, wow. What uh, a so deal. Much. $5 a month. Amazing. Uh, follow a us on steal. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That'd be so, so lovely. Support our sponsors. And... Happy and have weekend. a good day. Yeah. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. It's happy Valentine's Day. We didn't even say that. Oh, happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's day. day. To the sky, I rise. Spread my wings and fly. I leave the past behind and say goodbye to the scared child inside. I sing for freedom and for love. I look at my reflection, embrace the woman I've become, the unbreakable lotus in me, I now set free. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Watch new episodes of Katie Keene on Thursdays at 8, 7 central or stream free next day on The CW app.